there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for Coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome back to Time for Coffee. So glad you're able to tune in. Speaking of tuning in, I'd love to know how you got turned on to T4C and what you think of the show. Please tweet me at Time, the number four, Coffee, LLC. And let me know. And I'd also love to know what kind of caffeinated beverage you're enjoying these days, because it's time for another caffeinated career conversation. And my guest today is one of you. He's a Java junkie who recently graduated from the University of Florida in Gainesville. Jose Castaneda is the communications manager at the Information Technology Industry Council, a trade association in D.C. that we're going to be learning about in a few minutes. We met recently at a Facebook event in D.C., and I knew Jose was someone who'd have a lot of valuable insights to share. So, Jose, welcome to Time for Coffee. How are you doing? Hey, Andrea. Thanks so much for having me. I'm doing great. How about yourself? I am wonderful. I am fully caffeinated, and I have to (laughs) ask you, are you caffeinated and ready to go? You know, I am drinking a nice iced coffee from Paul on this hot summer day, so I am ready to go. Delicious. Great. So beginning with our first espresso shot, what entry-level jobs, Jose, are available to young people who want to break into the communication? field and maybe even the tech field. Yeah. So to get into communications, there's a lot of different options that individuals can take. I'm a believer that you don't, you know, there's not one path. But in policy comms, which is what I do, you can work on campaigns, you can work at public affairs firms, whether boutique or large ones. But there's a lot of different ways to get into it. As long as you can write well and you can learn quickly, there's room for you. Terrific. Actually, that was going to be my next question. What do you think are useful skills, certainly that you look for in the people that you hire at the Information Technology Industry Council and that you know your bosses look for? Yeah, that's a great question. So something that I believe is that you can teach people skills, you can teach them traits. If someone needs to learn how to write a better press release or a tweet or talking points, that's all possible through time and energy. Something that's not necessarily something that you can teach or things like passion for an issue or judgment, right? And so when you're working, I've seen that the best people that I work with are people that have good judgment and have a passion for the issues of the day that we're working on. Because if you have those two things, you're able to go to the next level. Jose, I know you studied economics and political science at the University of Florida. (laughs) Do you think someone's major is a deciding factor, a key factor to break into this line of work? You know, that's interesting. I, before I got to Washington, truth be told, I really didn't know a whole lot about communications. I knew when I was in in down in Florida that I really just enjoyed policy. I did research down there. I dug into the weeds. But what I quickly found in D.C. is when you're young and new and fresh, people don't really care as much about what you think about policy. And so I cared about technology issues a lot that I knew. 
And so I found my way into a tech trade association through communications. And at a high level right now, I can, you know, know these issues inside and out. So to answer your question directly, no, I don't think majors really matter that much early on in your career because you, you'll learn different skill sets. But as long as you're willing to be adaptable and change and, and be professional, I think the sky's the limit. Oh, that's fantastic. What about a graduate school degree? What is your sense in terms of the importance of having that degree in order to succeed in the field that you're in? So when I first got to D.C., I was actually enrolled in the George Washington University's um, public policy graduate degree program. I got a nice scholarship and was going I had every intention to go. About a week before school started, I was on Amazon about to buy my book, my textbooks. And I just had something in my gut that told me right now is not the time to go to school. I wanted a new challenge. I knew how to succeed in school, but I hadn't necessarily taken that leap of faith of just getting into the you know, working world. And so I bet on myself a little bit to see if I could do that by taking some different internships that were paid and just kind of taking a risk on myself. And so it's been about three years now and I haven't gone back to school. And for a communications professional, you don't necessarily need a graduate degree. You just, like I said, need to be able to learn quickly and adapt in a certain situation. But if you want to be an attorney, you have to go to law school, right? So a doctor medical school. So I see the value in different postgraduate programs. But for a communications major or a professional, as long as you can write well or learn to write well and can learn quickly, I think uh, it's not necessarily necessary. I love the fact that you are investing and betting on yourself. That is such a cool way to think about it and to approach your kind of the building blocks of your career. I'm going to share that with others for sure. Yeah, you know, I I will say it did lead to a pretty intense conversation with my mom when I told her (laughs) I didn't want to do that. I won't say it was like the easiest thing that just happened. There were some moments where, you know, I had I second guessed myself early on. But as time has played out and I've been able to find some degree of success, I don't regret it at all. I think I'm better off for, you know, taking that bit of a risk on myself. I think if something doesn't necessarily feel right and you're early on in your career where you can take a a bit of a chance and a risk, and I know not all people can, I would highly recommend one does that. And I would also say, Jose, my goodness, you are still so young and never say never, but I think you did the most important thing, which was to listen to your gut. So, Jose, what kind of life experiences do you think are most useful for someone trying to break into this field? The most useful life experiences, I think, and I'm going to harp on this a bit, whenever you're trying to break into anything, it's just your ability to to listen, to learn and to adapt. And so, you know, coming to Washington, I didn't have any family here. I didn't have any really any friends. I was pretty green. And so... What I learned fairly quickly is, you know, you need to be able to make friends quickly and you need to make allies fairly quickly because this town does run a lot on connections. And so that is something that I think is fairly important for anyone is being able to network and to talk to people and have people that you work for trust you. In addition to that, you know, coming to a town that's primarily pretty white and affluent, which is something that's not in my background. It was also a learning curve to understand the culture of a city in a new place. And so you you not only need to know the right people, but 
the right people need to think that you're a part of them or, or willing to invest in you as well. So that's what I would recommend. What is the best part for you of being in the field of policy communications and tech? The best part uh, about doing this job is is one I really enjoy talking to reporters. I think reporters are really interesting. I think they're smart at a you know pretty foundational level. They're kind of they keep all the secrets of the city, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And and so it's always interesting to talk to them about a wide range of issues, whether you know about different policies or just the gossip around town. They just know what's going on really well. So I've always found their perspective and insight to be pretty interesting, especially since their day to day is not to provide insight, but it's more to provide just hard facts and news. But I'm always interested in hearing what they think about things. In addition to that, working for the technology industry or advocating for them is is a pretty fascinating thing to do right now. We're living at a time where there's a lot of gray area in laws and in policy, and we're remaking society to a degree where it's just ambiguous. And so you have this opportunity to truly create something new, create new laws and protections for individuals on a wide range of issues, whether it's cybersecurity or privacy or workforce issues. Those things excite me. When I wake up, I'm more than eager to get to work to truly stamp the future. And that, you know, not everyone gets to do that. But we're living at a time when we're going through a bit of a transformation. And I, you know, wanted to come to Washington to get things done. And no better place and time to do that than uh, in the tech space. I think that is a great endorsement for what you're doing. And it sounds fascinating. And I'm really looking forward to digging into that in our main T4C podcast in a few minutes. So the flip side for you, Jose, what is the part of your current job that sucks the most? <laughs> uh, every part of the job is great. Um, I'd say, and, and this is true of any place that one works, it's just at times the internal politics. I think you have to figure out and navigate certain things. And sometimes you come to work and you want to just get things done. But sometimes there are other barriers that uh, make it a little difficult. And you just have to navigate that different personalities, resources are finite. And so the internal politics part is just something that I'm not always thrilled about. But that's any job that you go to, right? So it's just part of it. It's something whether you're new in your career or a veteran, you just will have to uh, work through and deal with and nothing awful about it. It just that's part of the game. Exactly. I was going to say, I don't know anyone who says the best part or one of my favorite parts (laughs) of my job are office politics. So Jose, what is the best career advice you've ever gotten? Best career advice I ever gotten was when I was um, when I was an intern at AT AT&T, one of my bosses told me, he's like, this city, there are two types of people in Washington. There's one that knows people and there's another that knows an issue or is a policy expert. And then he was like, the people that succeed the most here can do both really well. And so I have taken to understanding that I need to go and network and talk to people, that I also need to be smart on these issues. At least where I grew up, I was you know, I was very engaged at an early age on the politics and policy. So and not many young kids are. And so where I grew up, I was known as someone that was a bit nerdy on these issues and one of the smartest people on it. 
you get to Washington, everybody knows something. So you just have to take that to the next level and continue to work at it. And so I'm, I'm, tr- I'm trying to make my, in a sense, a brand of being like when people my age or people around town think about tech, they think about me or tech policy, right? And so I'm trying to know these issues and know the people that influence. So that has driven me from an early stage. What fantastic advice. What about movies or fiction books that you think accurately depict this profession? I don't know necessarily about movies. I'm not huge on movies, but I will say Veep does an excellent job of <laughs> depicting Washington. <laughs> I and agree. Like, I, <laughs> I have seen a lot of different shows about this city and there's House of Cards, there's the West Wing. And, you know, I found the House of Cards to just not be at all. I wish it was that fascinating. And then I found the West Wing to be a little it just was too holier than now, if that makes sense. And, and it's just too pure. And like at the core of it, I think we all wished it was like that. But I found Veep to be, you know, there are just random events that happen day to day that just drive your day. And you're kind of like, to some degree, we're all learning this stuff on the on the go. And this administration has shaken up Washington in a new way and how we operate to a degree. And I feel more and more we're all just kind of trying to figure it out. And some days <laughs> it just feels like Veep. And I watched that and I was like, how do they know that that is what I just went through for nine, 10 hours today? How many Jonas do you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yep. So our final espresso shot, Jose, what would people be surprised to learn about your profession? That's a good question. I think at times people outside of D.C. don't necessarily fully comprehend what happens in this city. And so I was just in New York and I was meeting with some friends and my friends are kind of always like, we don't know what it is exactly you do. (laughs) And so to answer your question, I think people would be surprised at the basic level of what I do. But I think in general, I think as a communications person, a lot of the work that is done, you know, you know that like you made an impact, right? Because you shared something on background where your name's not on it or, but your fingerprints, you know where you influenced. So if they knew necessarily the games being played to shape stories and narratives to the degree that that's happening in a strategic way, I think at times could probably be surprised by that. Like it's not just, you know, a reporter stumbles upon something it's written about and it happens. Things are strategically done in a certain way at a certain time and like thought process, like thoughts are put into it in a serious way to ensure that my boss is happy, our members are happy, whatever, whoever you, you know, you're working for on behalf. And so so I think that type of stuff behind closed doors in a way I think could surprise people. Jose, thank you so much for making time for coffee with me and the Java Junkie community today. I personally got a lot out of this conversation. Absolutely. I enjoyed it. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.